Welcome back to episode 99 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, I'm your podcast host, and we are one step closer to the big milestone of 100. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on in the episode. But today, I'm going to be joined by the one and only Bonnie Fraser from Stand Atlantic. This band are the next big thing in Australian pop punk. They're going places internationally and they've got their brand new album Pink Elephant coming out on Friday which you are going to absolutely enjoy. So a little bit later on I'm sitting down with her to talk all about that, where they've come from, where they're going and why you should be calling yourself a Stand Atlantic Stan right about now. But because they are one of Australia's uprising pop punk bands, we have established a collective playlist of bands from here in Australia and across the globe as well who you should be focusing on. Now, this playlist was orchestrated by our very own pop punk fanatic, Tamara May, who works behind the scenes here at Wall of Sound. And I've got her in the studio to have a chat about some of the bands that she's picked and why you should be frothing over these bands right about now. So, Tamara, take us through a whole bunch of the bands that you've got and what's coming up for us. I've picked a bunch of Aussie bands that are flying the flag for new age pop punk here in Australia that are worth keeping an eye on and I reckon will be at the Stand Atlantic level in a few years. There's also some internationals you may already know and a few I reckon you shouldn't be sleeping on. Yes, I already know which band you're talking about, but uh, who officially kicks it off? Well, we've got State Champs who have got their new unplugged acoustic EP on the way um, coming August 14th on Pure Noise Records. The song I've chosen is Crying Out Loud. It reminded me of their last acoustic EP and it definitely showcases their progression since then. Here it is now on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. You hate to say it but you're not okay you love this game, but you know that I won't play She's 23 with a teenage dream Another pull of this and it's all done And for the record in her eyes, she's second to none From the pills, cheap thrills, and nicotine It's like I'm digging up a picket fence There's nothing worse than losing confidence I still lie awake with the memories For crying out loud, tell me something You were all that I want, but now you made me believe That I can't depend on anyone after all For crying out loud, what did you think? You say you would change it, and I would agree But how can you fight the
like I'm digging up a picket fence There's nothing worse than losing confidence So stay close, erase those memories For crying out loud, tell me something You were all that I want, but now you made me believe That I can't depend on anyone after all For crying out loud, what did you think? You say you were changing, and I would agree But how can you fight the feeling When you don't feel anything And how can you fight the feeling When you don't feel anything at all Anything at all Hey Teddy from yours truly, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
That right there is a brand new single for yours truly. It's called Undersize and it comes from their forthcoming album Self Care. That's getting released through UNFD on September 18. And this crew have been coming up the ranks for the past couple of years and really keen to see what they do with this forthcoming album as well. It should hopefully put them on the map and make them internationally recognised because they've been doing the hard yards and they absolutely deserve it. Right now, we're going to take your attention to three upcoming Australian bands who you should be checking out. Paperweight are on the way next, and then we're going to fly all the way to WA and check out a great band from there. But back in March, before everything all turned to shit around us with COVID-19, Grenade Jumper put out a song called Heatwave, which they said is about hope and acceptance, and they really hope the song uh, empowers you to understand the beauty in all aspects of life. So when you take a step back with that advice in mind, yes, we're locked up, yes, we can't go to gigs, but now you can focus more time on yourself and do those things that you've been procrastinating and putting off until everything returns to normal. Look after yourself, reach out to your friends and discover a whole bunch of new bands with the next three that we've got on the way. But right now, this is Heatwave from Sydney's Grenade Jumper. A wall of sound up against the wall.
Hey, this is Harris. And I'm Luana. And we're from the band Paperweight. You're listening to our brand new single, The Kids on the Ground. Right here on Wall of Sound, Up, up Against the Wall. The This is Chad from Homestate, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
from all the way in Perth, WA, that is home state on Wall of Sound up against the wall with their song Sunnyside. Now, Tamara actually got me into that band last year when we premiered their EP, the self-titled one in November. You can check it out at wallofsoundau.com. Just search for home state. And the boys told us that song was inspired by the long nights you spend awake overthinking everything that's going on in your life after getting yourself into a new relationship following a run of bad ones. And we've all been through a situation like this and what a great song. Keen to see those guys hit the road once COVID fucks off and we can finally uh, see live bands across the country again. But it's time to talk about a band that is constantly in the back of my mind because this girl keeps mentioning them on every given day. Uh, Tamara, take us through Sleep On It and why we should be on this band by now. What caught my ears about Sleep On It is their super infectious melodies that's very on point with the new age movement today. They're also paying their own respects to the golden years of pop punk, being such huge fans of Fallout Boy themselves, but they're also very reminiscent of Yellow Card's heyday. So if you're still missing the glory days of those two bands, Sleep On It will definitely fill the void for you. Here's their latest single, Falling Further Faster, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Wish that I had something more to say about the weather. But the world's on fire and we're waiting for the rain. Let's 
Hey, I'm Jake from Sleep On It, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. away from the UK and consider themselves to be a power pop emo act that you should be checking out. They're called Hot Milk and that's their latest single California's Burning on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Right now though it's time for me to welcome this amazing human to the show. What the heck is up? This is Bonnie from San Atlantic and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. It's
I've been trying to get this band on the podcast for the better half of the past year. I'm glad we finally get to have them on to have a chat about their fantastic upcoming album, Pink Elephant. It hits record stores August 7 or online or wherever you get music nowadays. Please welcome Bonnie from Stand Atlantic. Welcome. Hello. How are we all? Everyone who's listening and can't reply. Well, I, I, I assume that they'll be good. Just hit Bon up on Twitter because you're constantly sharing your life on there to let them know, you know, how you are. But how are you? Like 2020 has been an absolute fucking nightmare of a year uh, and you had so many big things lined up with Stand Atlantic. We'll, we'll focus on the negatives first and then move into the positives, right? Yeah, cool. Bad news first. Um, yeah, 2020's all right, I guess. Like as good as it can be considering, but... I mean, I think I am slowly having a mental breakdown because I definitely did dye my eyebrows pink yesterday and it didn't go very well, as you can <laughs> see right now. Um, this is actually an improvement, believe it or not. Well, I was watching you do it yesterday on on Instagram, I think it was. Like, I, I'm doing something stupid or whatever it was, and then you did it, and yeah, yeah. look, you, you, I, I tried to do the same thing a couple of years ago with silver spray paint. Did you? Yeah, and it looked like I was just huffing paint. It was for a Christmas photo at work, but yeah, don't just avoid eyebrows completely. I know. I just, I mean, the other thing we were thinking of, like, two minutes before I did it, Mickey was like, you know, I'm just wondering, like, do your eyebrows even ever grow? Like, are they just going to be, like, bleached, like, forever now? And I'm just like, fuck. Wish you told me that a week ago, mate. Cheers. Well, look, there's no better way to find out than by jumping in the deep end. And we've learned this about you over the years. Like, watching your online persona, you just seem like the most approachable, funny, and fucking hilarious woman, like, in the music industry right now in Australia. Like, is that essentially your persona, like, being broadcast online like that? That's how you are in real life. And obviously, an example of that is your pink eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, look... For the most part, yeah, I, I would say so. I try not to, like, feed into the cringy bullshit that social media can create. I just kind of like to take the whole thing as a fucking joke. But, I mean, obviously I'm not like that 24-7 because, I mean, I've got feelings and shit going on. So, <laughs> But, yeah, I hope people know that I'm approachable. Funny is, like, you know, quite a <laughs> subjective term to use. So I might not be very funny, but... Anyway. <laughs> Look, I think you're hilarious, and uh, so own that. But also, I, I love the fact that you go deep on your songs. Like, you, like a lot of us, have a lot of issues going on in your personal life, and the way that you can write this down onto a pad, put it into a song, and then put it out there so we can feel what you're going through, and then go, you know what, I'm just like Bonnie. She has the same issues I'm going through. You're, you're a human person. You're a human person, a human being. And, human you know, and that's just, you know, evidence in, in what we've seen so far in the progression from the band, from the last album, Skinny Dipping, to Pink Elephant. Like, you're opening yourself up more. Are you becoming more comfortable with yourself and your surroundings to get to that point of going, okay, I should probably do this so my fans can find out more about me, but I can find out more about myself. Yeah, as gross as that sounds, like, yeah. I think uh, writing writing music and, like, now it's kind of the only, like, it's my job, I guess. It's, like, forced me to just think about who I am and, like, the actions I take and also knowing that, like, opening up is okay. And that is, like, something I've only learned recently, which is quite sad, but... um it can be a tough thing. And, and also the fact that anyone can like relate to what I'm going through or whatever, even though I speak in the most metaphorical motherfucking thing that no one can understand probably ever. I just kind of do that on purpose so that it is, it is, what do you call it? Interpreted? Like, exchangeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that people can take their own interpretation and, and uh, it doesn't have to be specific to me or 
what I'm feeling, but yeah. Which I think is, you know, a testament to who you are as a musician and what you've achieved in the short amount of years that Stan Atlantic has been going for. Now, I'm going to stupidly admit this. I only became a fan of the band last year, and I remember, I'm pretty sure it was Alex Leahy's tour you on, and I was sitting there at home going, yep, I love Stan Atlantic now. I really want to go see them the next time they play in Brisbane. You're playing that night with Alex Leahy at the Tivoli, and I was like, fuck, okay. Next time you come up to Brisbane, I'll make sure you see you there. Coronavirus hit, download festival didn't happen. <laughs> Never to be seen again. 2021 is actually going to hopefully see the return of Stand Atlantic and uh, some shows around Australia, especially with all of these new songs you got behind you. Like, are, are you optimistic about the future? Are you kind of hoping that obviously everything subsides now because you, you've got this new music, you've got this new material, and you just can't really play it for people in like an open setting like that? Yeah, it's, it's super frustrating in, in that kind of regard just because, I don't know, I, I do get quite cynical about it every now and again because I'm like, you know, we're releasing this album and it's supposed to be this like really great time or whatever, but I just can't help but think about what it could be if we were playing shows and it's really annoying of myself to think that way, but like that's just the reality of it, I guess. But we've announced these shows for like next year in the UK, Europe and Oz and hopefully they go ahead and everything is like sweet by then, but yeah, it's definitely scary as well, announcing tours. And I was afraid of like maybe backlash. People were like, this is so irresponsible. How dare you announce a tour for six months' time? Like, I don't know. <laughs> look, it's, it's forward planning. We're in this situation together. So we all need to look out for each other, especially with what's going on. And you need to give something to look forward to. So like, you know, this is what we're looking forward to in the next year. What we're looking forward to by the end of this week is a brand new Stand Atlantic album. Are you all giddy with excitement to get this out in the world? Or how do you feel? Are you just like, fuck it, I just want it to be out so I can move on and go dye my hair blonde or something like that? <laughs> I actually am dye my hair yes! blonde. Thank you very much. Um, uh, yeah, so I am really excited to get it out there. It also kind of feels a bit weird because I feel like we've already released half of it, so I kind of feel like there's not much else to release. But um, no, yeah, we're excited to get it out there just because, like, as I've been saying for the past however long people have been asking me, like, we just wanted to prove something with this record. So hopefully once it's out, point will be proven. <laughs> absolutely will be. I mean, from what we've heard so far, like you said, you've already released half the uh, half the album in singles. Like, you've got the pop-punk bangers on there, like shh, Jurassic Park. Uh, but then you've also got the beautiful ballad, Drink to Drown, which showcases, like, a more vulnerable side of yourself and, you know, shows that you don't have to be a pop-punk band doing pop-punk anthems. You can dabble and do, like, the emotional songs like that with a piano which I don't know how you're going to pull that out on stage in future but it'll be a fucking amazing song to see live so yeah like you've got a great variation on this album which really proves how far you've come from the last album to where you are now thank you yeah I think that was just super important to us to like be able to prove that we can like do other things like at the end of the day I think our whole mindset is like well a good song is a good song no matter which genre you put it in or which how you dress it up stylistically like like just look at the way people do um like different covers and stuff like you can change it completely and make it into your own thing because at the end of the day the song itself is good and it's at its bare bones so that's always been like our outlook in general and i think skinny dipping did um really well for us and we're so like so grateful like for the way it went and everything but I think we, we definitely just wanted to be able to showcase like a complete other side to us or multiple sides of us and also we don't even like listen to pop punk <laughs> really like it's just you don't, yeah? not really like I mean yeah but 
on my Spotify, like none of the band, none of my recent searches are pop punk bands or like just anything like that. Like I'm me and Mickey and Jono and Potter, we all listen to different things. Potter listens to fucking Polyphia all the time and like all this random shit. And yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things like we, I guess we've kind of like grown out of it in a way. But obviously it'll, it'll always be important, like part of our roots and, and everything, of course. But um, yeah, just in day to day life, like we don't just don't really don't really listen to it. Don't fill into the mold of it. So, are you going to say in future years we're going to see some breakdowns in Stan Atlantic songs? I mean, I would never say no. <laughs> we can bring out, whip out an old like Parkway or Prom Queen, Devil Wears, whip it out. <laughs> All right, well, that's future Stan Atlantic. What we're going to do right now is focus on the now and get on the absolutely fantastic song which has been stuck in my head since the day it got released. This is Shh by Stan Atlantic. Bon, you're hanging around for a bit more after this, aren't you? Sure am, mate. song we should have seen at Download Festival 2020, Oh What Could Have Been, Stand Atlantic, shh, Bon from the band joining us now. Look, I'm sorry I keep bringing that up. That, that It was supposed to be the best way to sort of like kick off the year with like a massive heavy festival like that and be like the first opportunity for us to hear such a cranking song like that. Literally, since that came out, it's been in like my top list of like the songs you listen to on repeat in uh, Spotify. Excellent. And I just can't get enough of it. It's so brilliant. Well done. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. That's very nice. 
So uh, the, the song itself is obviously, you know, finding the strength you have to, to speak up for yourself. And you're, I'm going to say, you're, you're following that you have on social media. So you've got a lot of Stan Atlantic fans or stands, if you want to call them that, but we don't really use that word at the moment because they're in trouble. But they look to you as like uh, uh, the role model of like who they want to be and, and how they should react and things like that. And so, you know, for writing a song like Shh uh, with you, like where did this stem from? Are you worried like... You know, was it your your vision in the music industry or where did this originate from to create this song about finding your own voice? Just the fact that I was going through it and, like, I just didn't, especially growing up, like, my God, I was the most cripplingly shy person you could ever meet. I'll tell you a story. One time, like, we had this thing called a book parade at my school. I think I was, like, 10 or something. And we all had to bring in a book from home and then, like, stand up on stage and talk about it in front of all the parents and everything. And everyone was doing their thing, and I got up, and I literally froze on the stage, and I sat down, and I just didn't do it. (laughs) The principal had to just come and, like, walk me off the stage (laughs) and basically talk for me. Like, it was so bad. So that was the kind of person I was. And uh, I just kind of felt like it was something that, even today, sometimes I still struggle with it a little bit. Like, you know, just letting people talk for me just because either I mainly just because I don't like believe in what I'm saying so I think that that their point is better or whatever the fuck so I don't know just stem from that little idea and I just thought I should speak about it and then we wrote an angry song (laughs) an angry upbeat pop punk belter that you don't normally listen to on the (laughs) uh, side of being in the band but look I I think it's fantastic and I think what you're doing uh, when you're opening yourself to all of your fans like uh, I gotta give a shout out to Tim from Hopeless who sent us like the track by track of the album itself too and there's a song there where you go into detail about talking about your mum's mental health struggles and the impact that that has on you there's plenty of people out there who are going through this kind of situation right now who will turn on to that song Jurassic Park and go right okay Okay, so Bond's doing that too. This is her expression. I don't know how to talk about this. I don't know how to write a song, but I can listen to this song and go, right, this is my situation, my scenario, and my strength to get through it, I guess. And it's a testament to you and the band and and where you've come from and how you have that ability to create these mature metaphorical songs that really sound great when you turn them up loud. Thank you. Yeah, so I think it's super nice to be able to talk about something that is as broad as mental health that is like I always just kind of thought I could never really talk about it truly from experience because I don't have depression nor anxiety as far as I know anyway I've never been diagnosed or anything but my family like growing up I've seen it so much and I wanted to talk about the effect that it can have on like for example my mum like she's been through the fucking ringer and she's always been a partner in someone with substance abuse or mental health um, issues. And seeing that is, I don't know, I just wanted to kind of touch on that for a change because I think mental health is always covered and I, that is great. There's no nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but I just feel like from if I want to take my own personal experience and have something to actually talk about that I've been through, it's the fact of like, I think we should shine a light on the loved ones of people that are suffering because it takes a toll on them too. And if they're not getting help as well, like it can be, it can turn them to having mental health issues as well. Like I just think, yeah, I I just think there's a lot to be said about it. And I just wanted to somehow shine a light on the, on the fact, but people keep thinking it's a party song. So did I do the right thing? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's like an oxymoron. It's like, this is the most important song that you've written of your career, but it's also one that you can throw down to. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. But look, it's, it's incredible what you just said there because I've gone through a breakup not too long ago where it was a situation of someone not wanting to get the help that they needed and then yeah. their issues flooded down or avalanched down into my personal life and then I find myself in this position where I'm reaching rock bottom and like nothing I'm doing is helping them and like in order for someone to get help, they need to make that decision first for themselves and there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's strength in reaching out and, you know, talking about what's going on inside your life and that's why there's fantastic organisations out there like Lifeline, Beyond Blue, Head space whatever it might be that can help you through those situations you just need to pick up the phone and make that first step exactly you just said it all just then like there's nothing you can do to make someone get help you can only be a support but then sometimes being a support can take a toll on you as well so everyone just needs to look out for themselves and just be safe please Now, uh, I wanted to wrap it up on like a good looking forward kind of moment kind of situation. So I found out recently, uh, actually, I I thought that you and Alex Leahy were in a relationship and that's why you did the uh, remake of Skinny Dipping for the It Gets Better charity. Uh, No, no. I came out in um, three years ago and I I hate the word came out and I want to eradicate that from the world and all of that. But... I've noticed that the heavy music, pop punk, hardcore, metalcore scene that we have not only here in Australia but around the globe is so welcoming of people in the LGBTI community and I think it's such a fantastic thing to be a part of, especially in this day and age when, you know, for years throughout high school and my radio career, I hid it from the world because I wasn't sure how people would take it and, you know, that was a strain on my life. But I wanted to have a chat with you right here in this position and go, look, if there's someone listening to this podcast who's fighting their own demons in their head and trying to realise that, you know, this is who they are but they struggle to find the words to accept who they are and what is going to happen. What best advice would you pass on to them right now so they can sit there and go, right, when it's right time, I'll tell people or I'm going to shout it from the rooftops right now? Um, I think you just have to do what's best for you. But there's one thing I will say that I learned, which was just trust your friends to not, I mean, to accept you, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. Trust your friends to not accept you, fuck off. (laughs) Just your friends. Like, if you have a close friend that you have, like, grown up with or someone, just someone that you find that you're really close with and, like, I just think just trust them because they're your friends for a reason and I don't think they will think it's, it's a bigger deal as you do because we build it up in our heads more than anyone even does. No one cares. Like, also just no one cares. That's exactly. That's it. Like, there's, there's this big, like, thing in the back of your brain going, like, everything's going to change after this. You tell the world, everyone's like, no. oh, okay. A month later, it's like, oh, do you want to go to a show? Or, you know, whatever else you <laughs> do with COVID going on. It doesn't change a thing. It just, it, I think... Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people out there and there weren't very many people growing up for me that I could sort of turn to to ask these questions. Yeah. So that's why I want to, you know, use our platform to go, look, it's all right to do this stuff like that. And with someone like you flying the flag, so to say, and doing it in such a fantastic and, and welcoming kind of way, like that's who we have to look out for. And this is what happens once once it all comes out there for the world to see. Your life will change for the better. I think also like the internet is your best friend at this point as well. Like, as you said, like there wasn't anyone that you could turn to growing up and I felt the exact same way when I was growing up like the internet just wasn't as much of a thing as it is now and it didn't connect people the same way and I think it wasn't until I found the internet and found people that I could actually relate to in the LGBT community because a lot of the time the way for example either bisexuals or gay women are portrayed I just didn't relate to them in an aesthetic way do you know what I mean like they always had like the short hair or whatever exactly like I just couldn't see myself in them 
So I thought, oh, well. There's that stereotype, so to say. It's the same situation I find myself in. I'm, I'm a heavy metal, bearded, loving bloke <laughs> who has the same sex attraction. I'm still the exact same person deep down. That's how yep. it is. You don't need to fit a certain mould. You just be yourself and everything will be right. Yeah, and it doesn't define your personality either. It just finds who you want to bang. Exactly. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, Bonnie Fraser. There's nothing wrong with sex. There's nothing wrong with sex. All right, well, I feel like we have cleared up possibly one of the biggest pink elephants in the world right now. Uh, the next pink elephant you need to get your hands on is Stan Atlantic's new album. It is out August 7th through Hopeless Records. Bonnie, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure. Thank you. You too, mate. Lovely to chat to you. Thought I could take this to my grave, but instead I let it bury me. Yeah, it was my mistake. I needed honest conversation. The kind I only make in my sleep. Fill my parking mark with poison personality. Another stupid scar won't get me. Up against the wall with Brownie. Starting again. Before we even saw the end. No fair. Washing me out. Cellophane cover my skin. To what you need, to what you need. 
So pick your poison. I'm indifferent now. Do you still want me around? Around? What I would give not to be your concrete cloud. I'll deal with it. Just to savor it, I'll pick my poison. I'm indifferent, and I drink to drown. I drink to drown, and I should know better, but I don't. So I drink to drown. I drink to drown. Cut me to. I'm Dan from Skyway, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
Gold Coast's very own Skyway on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Rumour has it those boys are back in studio again. Not sure what they're doing or what they've got planned, but stay tuned to wallofsoundau.com and I promise you will hear about it first. But you should know this by now, a couple of weeks back, Neck Deep released their highly anticipated and mature album, All Distortions Are Intentional, and it was lapped up by fans all across the world. Now, it's hard to believe it's been about two years since the band were last down under in Australia on the back of their last album. So hopefully everything kind of returns to normal in the not too distant future and we can see those boys down under for a massive pop punk filled tour across the country. Because I, for one, haven't seen the guys yet and I really want to catch some of the new songs from this album. So to get you ready for when that eventually gets announced, let's get on a song from the latest album. This is When You Know, a wall of sound up against the wall. Sunshine, we don't belong here. We got no flowers to grow. But it feels so good when you want me. Baby, I feel so good when you know. When you know
Hey, this is Matt from Rogue Half, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Boys, Rogue Half from Wall of Sound up against the wall. They released that song last week and I had it on repeat all day. I could not get enough of it and I can't wait to see what those guys do next. The song was written in isolation and it's about being disconnected from relationships. So your partner, your friends, your family, whoever it is, we're all going through a struggling time at this point in time. So just make sure you keep reaching out to your mates, grab a phone, jump a messenger and keep yourself and your head above water during all of this pandemic. We're all in this together. 
together. And don't forget, you can keep up to date with what's happening around the world in music news at wallofsoundau.com. We're on social media too, Wall of Sound AU on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you're never not going to be able to find out what's happening and you can keep in touch with us and join the Wall of Sound community. Can't forget, I've got to give a massive shout out to the crew from Rode Microphones. The second time I've got to use this Rodecaster Pro and I think I'm falling in love with it. There's a few stains on it already, but we'll talk about that another day. I love this thing and uh, hopefully you can tell the difference so far in quality with the podcasting. So uh, that brings us to the end of episode 99 though, the pop punk edition. Thank you so much for checking us out and a big shout out to Tamara May for orchestrating the uh, playlist for this podcast itself. If you like what you hear, don't forget to give it a like, subscribe, Tell your mates about it, share it around, give us a rating too if you're that way inclined. I don't care what you do, just as long as you're enjoying yourself, that's all that counts with this. But uh, it is time to say that because the next episode of the podcast is the big milestone one, episode 100, and I've been talking about this for the past few episodes that I've put out so far. I'm saving this episode for the one and only Tom DeLonge, the greatest songwriter of our generation and God to many people who grew up listening to Blink-182 and uh, everything else this man has touched. Now, I've put the call out there. I've got you involved on social media. Once again, thanks to everyone who's been uh, jumping on the bandwagon to try and get Tom's attention on Twitter. Uh, Keep that going as well. I have been in talks with uh, his management. Nothing confirmed as of yet, but I can safely say this right now. There will be no future episodes of Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall until Tom DeLonge is confirmed for episode 100. The only way that's going to happen, I believe, is if Angels and Airwaves announce their new album. They're currently still working on it in studio right now, but with your help and attention, we can hopefully get Tom on to talk about what's to come, the singles he's released so far, and everything that's happened in his whole entire life. This is going to be a massive episode for myself, for you listening to, and uh, we have to make it happen together. So... Keep an eye out on social media, hit up Tom DeLong and Rise Records on social media and hopefully we can get something locked down and bring you a massive episode for episode 100. Keep everything crossed, you legends, and uh, hopefully I'll have some good news for you in the not-too-distant future. The good war begins now, and with that said, I'm going to leave you with this. The next guest on this podcast will be Tom DeLong, and this is his band, Angels and Airwaves. The song is called The War, and uh, I'll catch you whenever that may be. My name is Brownie. Thanks so much for checking this out. Here's Angels and Airwaves to take you out. A wall of sound up against the wall.